0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a another episode of GA Watch, which means General Assembly Watch, and we are being joined by some wonderful and amazing guests, but first, Simon, I see you there. How are you? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, Lee, and you know, I always feel better when we have uh, amazing folks join us, and that's probably... My favorite part of what we get to do. And even though I think some people know General Assembly is a, a huge lift for the denomination and those that put it on, I'm grateful that it does give us the opportunity to come together and be with some amazing folks like those that are joining us for this GA Watch episode.
0: Yeah. So we are being joined by members of um, a task force for Black women and girls. And we are welcoming Shania Leonard who is the coordinator for gender and racial justice. Shania, it is so good to see you.
2: It is so good to be here, Lee and Simon. I am always glad when I get a chance to be on your wonderful podcast.
0: And we are also being welcomed by Samantha Davis, who is the executive director for Black Swan Academy and a member of the task force. So Samantha, we are so grateful to have you on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you all for having
3: me.
1: And so we wanted to invite both of you on Shania as a staff person and uh, Samantha as a member of the task force to talk about the recommendations the task task force is bringing to this year's General Assembly and why they matter and why commissioners and Presbyterians out there in the pews should know about it. So we know that there's a lot of work that's been done. So give us a scoop.
3: So I can offer first as as a task force member, Uh, The work that the task force has done over the past couple of years has been really amazing to be a part of, right? We're working on extremely important issues where we are both honoring the work that the Presbyterian Church has done, but also challenging us to think more intentionally about the ways in which Black women and girls experience society, um, the ways in which we are harmed, the ways in which we experience both interpersonal and institutional violence, um, and really agitating the church as an institution to think about the ways That the church is complicit in ways it might perpetuate harm to Black women and girls um, and what we can do right to address address it. Um, So for me, it's very educational, informational, and also my hope is that it sparks
2: people into action. And just to piggyback off of what Samantha has so eloquently laid out, the area of foci for the report stem around uh, toxic theology, adultification of Black girls, Um, it stems from LGBTQIA concerns, reproductive justice, and cash bail. Am I missing anything, Samantha? Those are the main areas of focus, and um, all of the recommendations directed at the, the General Assembly stem from one of those key and critical areas.
0: And I wonder if you could just give the listeners like some ideas of some of those recommendations, like some that really kind of stick out for y'all and that are that are really important. They're all important. But I wonder if you could highlight some of the ones that that are that are being recommended to the assembly.
3: Sure. So one around cash bail that I'm really excited about. There's a history right with the Presbyterian Church USA um, supporting efforts around cash bail. What often happens is that we tend to center men in those efforts and Black men in particular. Um, and so there's recommendations around cash bells um, for us to intentionally support in particular uh, National Black Mamas National Bailout and organizations and entities, both local and nationwide, that are working really diligently in our communities to support mothers and women who are um, incarcerated and are being overburdened by the cash bail system?
2: One that sticks out to me is the idea around scholarship and theology um, for Black female-bodied folks uh, who are theologians, and to make sure that we are lifting those voices and the theology that is produced from this denomination and from our publishing uh, Presbyterian Publishing Corporation that we make sure we lifted up voices of black female body people too often our theological framework stems from a white uh, male body perspective overall, Um, uh, mostly. Not overall, as in everyone, but mostly. And so the idea that we will raise more intersectional voices and a diversity of voices that centers the experience of Black female-bodied people is very important, given the landscape of what's going on in our country and the changing face of American theology. And so that is very important to me.
3: The other thing I'll just lift up is a common theme um, in our recommendations is around education. How are we both learning and unlearning some of the ways that we we think uh, about these issues? Um. So from exploring kind of rites of passages for for girls within our churches, educating ourselves around reproductive justice, how are we teaching um, and have the tools and resources necessary to talk about uh, comprehensive sex sex education within our churches. Uh, So there's a lot of recommendations that are talking about incorporating um, more trainings, more resources and toolkits that local congregations to presbyteries and up can actually be able to implement uh, to, to strengthen the work that they're already doing um, or the work that they aspire to do uh, within their communities.
2: And I think that's important to mention too here is that this is really um, the embodiment of Part of what the Matthew 25 initiative lays out that this this report and the work that this wonderful stellar task force, as led by uh, Reverend Carrie um, Allen, has done um, over the last two years, is it, it it stands at the intersection of gender and race, and which is about uh, uh, dismantling systemic racism and addressing heteropatriarchy in ways that. Um, not a lot of folks are doing at this level, and so I think in lifting up this report for its worth just on that alone is important at this crux um, of time in our denomination as we stand uh, centered on the Matthew twenty five initiative.
1: Well, we really appreciate the work that the task force has been doing to put these recommendations together, and I think it's also fair to say that I remember um, at the previous assembly in which there really wasn't a whole lot of I guess business that was uh voted on at the previous assembly because it's entirely virtual i remember last time there there was uh certainly a lot of let's say how do i describe this diplomatically as a staff person i'm just gonna we're just gonna say that (laughs) i'm just gonna say that uh, the task force brought some recommendations previously and in the end those recommendations were not adopted and there was quite a lot of pushback from a lot of commissioners about why that didn't happen And so as those recommendations are being brought this time and with um, renewed energy and perspective, we just hope that commissioners listen and will really take these recommendations to heart and pray about them. And for the Presbyterians out there in the pews to also, even if you're not at General Assembly, think about what these recommendations imply for your own congregation and for your own life, because these are not issues that are only going away or only solved simply by just adopting recommendations. It's about the implementation and the mindset that we have behind it as well. So with all of the work that you all have done, we want to thank you so much for talking about this with us. We'll be sure to also put links to those uh, recommendations in the show notes so people can check them out for themselves. And uh, do you all have any other uh, final words?
2: I, I just want to say I would be remiss if I didn't mention the names of the other task. Force members
1: um, because
2: they did hard work on this too. So once again, the, uh, the head of the task force, Reverend Kerry Allen, Reverend Ashley detar Burke, um, Elder Carmen Alexander, and Reverend Lakeisha Bradshaw were also members of this task force along with uh, Samantha Davis.
3: And I would just add additional thank you to you all for uh, making sure this is a part of your platform and encourage anyone who is listening, right? This is about both our individual and internal work that we have to do, as well as the institutional change that we are obligated, I believe as Christians, um, to to fight for. And so encourage folks to read the report, to sit with the recommendations, to uh, to be moved and, and sparked into action.
0: Yeah, indeed. And again, these, you can find the report in the link that we're going to put in our show notes and any other uh, types of business can be found at pcbiz.org. And you can find all things that are happening at the at General Assembly there. But again, Shania and Samantha, thank you so much for being with us today on the pod on for our GA Watch.
2: Thank you all. Thank you. Samantha's brilliant. So is Shania.
0: So thanks again for listening to another episode of GA Watch. And we really want to thank again, Shania and Samantha for being with us on the podcast and for doing all the work that they do. We're sending love out to you too. So thanks again. And of course, if you want to know more about what's going on at GA, if you want to know about other overtures and resolutions, check out pcbiz.org. That's pc-biz, b-i-z org and there you can find all the things you need about the 225th general assembly and again we are also dropping episodes every thursday still and so check those out subscribe to the podcast leave us a review we would love to hear from you and if you have a question send it a fate podcast at peaceusa.org and until thursday we will talk to you then so until then